0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, world, and welcome to A Positive Mind with Positive Vibes. I am your host, Austin Varvel, and today I have a really, really special episode. This is an episode that is going to be a catalyst for many new things to come, and it's always, always a pleasure to have this individual on my episodes and on my podcast. Mio Baklini has officially returned. She has returned again. Mia, welcome.
1: Hey! Thank you so much for having me back. Super excited to be here and talk about lighthearted things such as trauma.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. It's going to be a <laughs> great episode today talking about trauma and, you know, kind of just everything that really comes with that in the different variations. But first and foremost, let's talk about you, man. Let's talk mm-hmm. about, you know, what's been going on in the world of Mio. How have you been? What's been going on? You know, what's the update? Mm-hmm.
1: So it's a lot has happened since I was last on Um, Shannon and I have been working really, really hard. We dropped a season three of souls and stardust podcast Uh, so that you can catch on Spotify, anchor, Apple podcasts, all that. And then we launched our first deck. It is an Oracle deck. Your girlfriend's no bullshit love Oracle. And it is literally full of messages with pictures of Shannon and myself, little avatars with Bold, blunt, with love messages about your love life and relationship.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah. And we have another deck where we're currently uh, working on right now. We just finished the design this morning before our call. So um, that will be launching fairly shortly. So
0: damn, homie, decks on decks on decks. You over here putting in the work. I'm proud I of you.
1: No, know. people like it. It's helpful. They, you know, It's something they can do in the peace of their own home and just pull a card, set an intention, ask a question, pull the card, nobody has to know what it says, but you in spirit, so.
0: <laughs> that is awesome, that is awesome, that is beautiful. Well, I have my deck, it is very, very useful, it works, believe me, y'all. It has told me some truths about myself that I'm like, yep, that sounds like Mio right there in my head, just oh, like, God mm, mm. this ain't a fairy tale, you know you're better than this, keep going. And I'm like, all right, well, that's cool, <laughs> that's cool.
1: You're like, whatever, just throw it back in.
0: (laughs) One another card says the same thing.
1: That actually happens when I do readings. I'll shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And then like red flags, red flags. I'm like, sorry, boo, like I I shuffled for you. Like I I shuffled and I, you saw me do it. Spirit's trying to tell you something.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying, if it says it more than once, it's pretty, it's pretty darn apparent. Yeah. Just saying, so what else is new? What's going on with Souls and Stardust? How's everything been with that?
1: So launching a YouTube channel where, so we'll upload all of our previous episodes that we had video for uh, onto the channel that way. And then we will be launching where we are pulling love readings for each zodiac sign. That'll be starting September. Um, really excited about that. Cause then we'll start figuring out like what, what people like, what they enjoy, if they want to do more pick piles or if they want the more zodiac centered. Cause what we were doing the love readings for like, not just so if it was taurus but like taurus sun moon rising or your venus sign so since venus Ooh, you know running I the like birth chart. just like you know so it's however sometimes our rising sign is gonna resonate a little bit more or if you want you know since it's more love oriented you want to hit that venus and see what spirit has to say about all that but it was really good we got through maybe like eight or nine recordings today and then we'll finish the last Damn. of them yeah
0: You've been so. over here putting in work. I love it. I love it. That's that currency mentality. Shout out to my man, Spitta, the hardest working MC alive. Challenge I me. I that. dare you. Look look up this man's projects.
1: Right? Anyway.
0: Anyway, what okay. else we got going on? We actually, so, and I'll actually just go ahead and get straight to it. Mio and I actually have a project that we've actually been working on and we just released. And it is our own kind of Oracle deck, or if you will, kind of positive affirmation deck. And it is um, a deck of 34 cards beautiful, beautiful art, beautiful uh, affirmations that are there. And it's called, I am, because I think that, you know, I am is probably one of the most powerful phrases when speaking about ourselves, when speaking about our lives, our direction, our journey. And when we follow that with, you know, sometimes the words we don't know we need or the words that we can't necessarily find in that moment, those are the most powerful moments because those are the ones that are most impactful and give the best reminders so Mio I I really appreciate all of your help and collaboration with this um you know you've just been an incredible incredible partner in this and I'm very very grateful to have you and you know once again as life would have it we're here making another episode so it's awesome
1: who would have thought
0: it is awesome. So make sure you guys check out first and foremost that Souls and Stardust podcast that is on all major platforms. Make sure you check mm-hmm. out Mio. That's Mio Baklini. And on Instagram, that's at M E O B A A K L I N I.
1: Oh my God. You did amazing i love it i love it see
0: you know i was never in a spelling bee but i could have been i definitely could have been but you know um just you know make sure you check out her uh, instagram her podcast really great stuff and make sure you pre-order that i am deck we're only going to have that available for a couple more days for the pre-order so make sure you check that out too mia where can they get that
1: uh, on my website, meobucklini.comslash PMPVMeo, or you can just hit the links in either of our Instagram bios and it should take you straight there to the pre order page. Once you hit that page, you can um, purchase the physical deck. Uh, there's also a digital deck available. So if you are um, one of our international listeners that maybe we're not because we're not shipping international yet, but you still want to have it on your phone where you can just put it as your wallpaper or whatever, your reminder. There's digital version, and then we have a couple of our samples of guided meds, which is our version of our guided meditations. Um, that's our daily dose of recentering, regrounding. We're going to be going through and making a whole lot more of these um, that will be tailored to the different things that we want to tackle and heal from, and bring to light, and just reconnect with ourselves and hear the sound of our own voice and follow our intuition and grow this. Yeah,
0: A lot of good things coming, y'all. I told you, I told you we've been, we've been busy. I may not have had as many episodes, but I promise more stuff has been in the furnace and the fires for you. So yes, those guided meditations, you'll actually get one from myself. You'll get one from Mio as well. Um, really, really great stuff. You know, just more, like Mio said, more content to come and just more and more ways for you guys to be able to continue to evolve, to be able to grow, to be able to expand. But most importantly, you know, have someone there with you, have someone there to speak with or. Or I guess you could say listen to that's been there that's gone through these things and you know that's with you every step of the way so with that being said let's get straight into our very light-hearted non-light-hearted topic for the day and that is trauma now trauma is something that each and every one of us go through We each and every one of us have experienced you know but it's it's something that I think we are realizing as a society it's importance in our development it's inhibition if you will when it comes to you know the things that are going on with us or the things that are really pushing us in a direction that may not be in our best interest, you know? So understanding trauma first and foremost, let's look at the definition. So there's two, there's a psychiatry definition, which is an experience that produces psychological injury or pain. That's the one we mostly associate with. That's the one that, you know, for myself specifically having my background in psychology focus on the most, but there's also the pathology or the pathological definition of trauma, which is a body wound or shock produced by sudden physical injury as from violence or accident and really you know those really kind of go in tangent with one and another because you know your muscle has a different form of registering trauma than your mind does so you know there is a bit of a difference and there's different you know kind of subsects to trauma as well
1: no absolutely um and how we receive it and how we process it it's all going to vary on a very very individual level Um, on how it sticks with us and how it affects us later on and so we're just here to kind of go over the basics today of a general overview and then as we dig deeper into each episode or whatever else we're we're working on like we're gonna dig like and get down to the ugly
0: Yes, we're actually going to be having a series come out pretty soon that is going to be um, a little more exclusive, a little more membership driven, but it's going to be a series that is evolve- involving topics like trauma mm-hmm. and other things in a more to more in-depth and personalized mm-hmm. matter that is not only reveal the, revealing for you know our listeners, but also for ourselves. And mm-hmm. it's going to be deep and it's going to be awesome, but it's going to be most importantly transformative. So yep. of, you know, when I think of trauma, I, I've always, you know, been either a child of trauma or have witnessed trauma or have experienced trauma, you know, my entire life. And it wasn't something that I really realized became a cyclical nature for me until I really began my studies in psychology and earned my bachelor's degree and, you know, continue on with my studies even after that. I never really fully grasped how important trauma was to developing my childhood narrative, the narrative that I think even as myself today, um, you know, and how I perceive the world. It's, it's an incredible and fascinating, fascinating experience in life.
1: Yeah, I know that time does not heal all wounds. And so something that could have happened when we were five, six, seven, can still affect you to this day. And if it's undealt with, unrealized nothing you know you can have some really shitty patterns that have developed from that or even just um filters the way that you view things because if one person treated you or abused you in a particular way suddenly you can have the tendency to want to view all people the same way or you know all genders or all you know authority figures a particular way and therefore never um fully trust or allow yourself to feel safe
0: 100 and i mean we could even go deeper and look at you know r- slightly slightly not not completely deep but you know a little bit we don't we don't, we don't want go, tears today
1: right we're not no. we're not gonna cry today. Right? well
0: i mean you know i mean if, if you know whatever happens <laughs> happens if it's meant to heal it's meant to heal but you know we could even look at trauma in the sense of mirror neurons on the quantum level, right? Because sometimes when we look at others, we take on that kind of energy and that emotion and that feeling, and we almost resonate or absorb some of that trauma that we witness. We are not even the one that experienced it, but because we witnessed it, we absorb that. That is imprinted in our mind and in our memory. And we look at that as a narrative for that type of individual whether that be like you said male female black white religious whatever it is we start to build our narrative or our schema of what this person or this environment or what this group of people resemble and kind of resonate with
1: yep oh, and
0: yeah. You know, with childhood trauma, I think that's really where it all starts. You know, we're starting with childhood trauma. This is where we begin our narrative of what the world is to us how we perceive the world how we perceive our parents how we perceive people that look like our parents how we perceive people in general and you know a lot of childhood trauma is honestly kind of forgotten it's almost really kind of you know buried as we grow and develop in life until years later where you know i almost feel like that's why we all have that uh, saturn return that saturn return everybody I goes to their about.
1: saturn return. yep Yeah
0: as we're like what 26 to 29 or like 26 to 30 maybe more yeah, depending on 30, you know, 30 your level.
1: give or take depending on how many retrogrades and how long certain things take um i will say that when i run people's birth charts i can generally see where saturn and pluto hit is where there are some trauma and transformations within people's lives and and or it becomes a big focal point of what they're here to help heal and transform and integrate into their lives. Um, So when I'm running a birth chart, I'm very, very focused on where this, where's Pluto? Where has Pluto hit you the hardest? And where has Saturn just gutted you? Because Saturn is the Lord of karma, the Lord of time. And it's our lessons that we learn And, and Chiron too. Chiron's our wounded healer, so. We see where our our deepest wounds are and then how we can help heal others through those placements
0: you know and i think that that illustrates such a beautiful you know understanding with astrology and humanity because understanding you know using those planets to understand not only the traumas that we went through but more importantly the traumas Mm. that were meant to help heal in others. I Mm. think that that's such a powerful message because, you know, whether it be through astrology, higher education, or Mm. with academia, you know, regardless of what transformation you use or kind of, you know, Mm. um, method you use to transform yourself, I think that this is, you know, such a beautiful insight into what one's life journey is meant to be. And when you're able to really deal with not only that childhood trauma, but accept it and make peace with it, you're really able to start on a renewed journey of a whole new life. It's, it's crazy right. where, you know, I actually just uh, saw this quote where people who do not move do not notice the sh- chains around them or the things that they're chained to. And when you're not moving, when you're not in motion, you don't notice, you know, maybe how grounded or, or ingrained you've really been in this way of thinking. So childhood trauma, it's, it's, very, it's very fascinating because, you know, we're so young and absorb so much, yet yeah. it makes such a difference.
1: Um, I, you know, I can recall very, very early memories, but then There's also the memories that are built based off of what other people's stories were of what happened or how it went down. And so there's like deep rooted belief systems that start at that young age that you take on, not even realizing in terms of your self-worth, your value, um, what you will and won't put up with later in life because you don't know any boundaries or if you're hurt by authority or people who are supposed to be caretakers for you, something like that, that also like it, it can give people a sense of like hyper independence or not or detachment or you know, different issues that will arise and we learn everything on relationship levels, whether it's friendship or romantic or whatnot, but it's like the things that we start with in our childhood. Definitely rear their heads because even astrologically, when you have these certain placements, you're prone to certain lessons and events and energies that are related to these things on a constant, repeated spiral of a cycle because everything is cyclical in energy work. So I hope that makes sense.
0: Oh, it did, and that was okay. you know, and and I think that that's such a great explanation too, with really just helping people, you know, understand maybe where they're at in their own trauma because I think that. You know especially right now with all the planetary alignments and even just what we've been experiencing in the world we've been given a lot of time to deal with our childhood and you know inner traumas that we may have developed when we were much younger
1: i feel like the messages that i'm getting from people about what you're saying they're like it's happening fast their realizations, their consciousness is expanding. They're like going through these healing things and they're learning their lessons on a way faster um, level than I feel like people took forever to learn these kind of lessons or like they would never come to these realizations before. And then suddenly like lightning, it's like, dude, I get it now. <laughs> I see, I see why I messed up. Like.
0: Yeah, I see a lot of kind of like, like you said, like those lightning epiphanies, if you will, where it kind of just strikes down. And it's like, oh, wow. OK, well, here we are. This is this is why X, Y and Z happened. And, you know, in order to do that, I have to do A, B and C to make the change. And I think that's so beautiful because right now people have that opportunity to make that choice, to take that chance and to really see, you know, this is what has been affecting me since her childhood. I have the opportunity to deal with these things. Let me make the right choices to do so.
1: Yep because you're either gonna continue the pattern or you're gonna
0: change it. 100%. And, you know, even as we progress from childhood trauma, we continue to grow and develop and we experience different facets of trauma that continue to kind of grow. Cause I see, you know, trauma as like this one tree and all these different branches kind of come out of it where we have childhood trauma as like a really strong root, if you will. But from those branches, we have emotional trauma, we have spiritual trauma and physical trauma. and You know, with emotional trauma, starting with with that one specifically, I think that that kind of is the tether, if you will, to the spiritual and the physical trauma where, you know, we have, um, I I really feel like our emotions are what capture our memories the most Mm -hmm. and Um, our emotions capture our experience in life the most so whatever we're feeling depending on the time of experience or what we're experiencing we're going to either remember it a lot more or it's going to traumatize us a lot more
1: yeah and it's going to store it can store itself in your body um and come out in different different ways uh emotionally or physically i've seen stuff come out in people's bodies the way that they um their body has just kept track of it's like They'll constantly breaks for impact. Or, you know, how they carry, or they'll have a pain somewhere, and it's like, well, it's tied into this memory or this unforgiveness, or like this issue, or this lesson. That's Mm. that's the that that like I deal with like on energy healing level. Um so very interesting to see like the mind-body-soul connection and how everything (sighs) play into the emotions. Because even when you are visualizing, manifesting, let's say that those are are tools used to manifest right remembering trauma is also conjuring up emotions right and it can right. it can bring up different things and bring you back to that moment and manifesting is a similar energy but it's going like forward or a different like more positive level but you're fueling it with the, with like the emotion behind the excitement of what you're you know does that make sense it's like a sliding scale almost of like if you're focusing on the same vibrational level of the trauma that you're storing and the, the, the habits and beliefs that you keep playing back, that's going to be a life of more of the same, right? But then when you're like over here and we're like, I want to manifest this life and I want to make these changes and I want to do these things, you have to break that vibrational level. It's like changing the song on a, on a track. Like You you have to change the track in order to move on to the next you know lesson or growth or getting unstuck from these places of the long round that. the long way of what i was trying to pull out from that
0: <laughs> no it's okay cuz you know within that within everything you said something was meant to resonate with somebody and that's what's so beautiful about speaking and sharing that message but you know one thing that you said that really mm-hmm. stuck out to me is you got to change that track you got to change that song and you know especially when it comes to trauma there comes a point where you have to move on You have to move forward. It's one thing to accept, it's one thing to forgive, it's one thing to process and say, okay, this happened. It's the whole next step in where the true peace comes is letting it go, is moving forward, is letting go of that past and allowing this new world to really be brand new, to really be fresh and renewing and a renewal of yourself and of your life force.
1: And the growth from that can happen on a head level first where you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm solid. And then it's not until you're faced with the test of how you're gonna handle it and process the emotions because you're fine until you're triggered in a lot of instances. Mm. And so it's gonna be how you respond to your triggers and how you process your emotions in that level and how you're gonna reframe and rewire your, your way of thinking.
0: Oh, that is awesome. And I think that that was so, oh, that word trigger, just the word trigger. I think that, you know, that is where, I think that's honestly where, you know, in emotional trauma, we saw that, that aspect of memory recollection in the human psyche is with triggers is where people, you know, had saw an experience, they felt emotionally to it. And the next time they saw that emotional experience or that, 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 um, uh, schema or that trigger if you will they were then triggered you know when they saw that stimulus i'm sorry yep. they became triggered again and and those emotions came rushing back even if it was a different experience dude so,
1: yeah the, and the the amount of um memories that are tied into our senses the smell the sound of things the the something what somebody says it's just like <sighs> takes you right back if you're not
0: okay. careful no if you're not careful 100% and i completely agree it's it's something that's just like completely like wow is this you know really something that i had had affect me this intensely and sometimes we don't even realize it you know and that's where i think even some trauma that continues to grow and develop from the emotional and become spiritual, right, is where we start to actually grow within ourselves and it becomes a part of our narrative. And then it kind of becomes a part of our soul. We start to see our light dim a little bit. We start to become less happy, you know, we start to become depressed or, you know, we become unmotivated to continue our journey in life. And that's that's tough, man. That's tough for a lot of people because, you know, as you know as well as I do, not not everybody gets out of that.
1: Right, right. Not everyone can see past the thing. Or get you know, they can't some of them can't zoom out to see the bigger picture or whatever, or stuck in a very toxic environment that just keeps them sick. Or yeah, I mean the the possibilities are endless for the reasonings, you know.
0: One hundred percent. And I think that, you know, as we continue to develop as conscious beings and as we really continue to look at things like astrology like you know any type of psychokinetic you know whether it be telekinesis whether it be you know esp mind reading things like that or you know having that type of cosmic quantum connection with one another because that's truly what it is is you know as we have that quantum connection with one another we're going to Be able to fully and a little deeper understand where that spiritual trauma is, where that comes from, and really what spiritual trauma is, because we understand it to a certain degree. But you know, ultimately, that's that's a whole another plane and a whole another science that we haven't even really shed a lot of light on. Like we're just now growing and evolving.
1: It is I so do too. awesome. My community of healers are people who know they're like superheroes. I swear to God, it's like, what can you do? Well, what can you do? And the, one of the coolest things that I ever did was jumped onto a clubhouse and I was doing like, she was doing emotional coding and she picked up my trauma, my most recent event, what age I was and like the fears and the emotions that attached to my body in that moment of trauma. And she called it and she cleared it. And it was, like, not done, but it was, like, very released feeling. Like, whoa, okay, I felt felt the release of all those things. And so that, she didn't know me. She didn't know my story. Like, so I had to validate to her later how on point she was for just, like, doing whatever her little method of divination was. Um, And then there's people, like, you know, like myself or Shannon, where she does Reiki, Reiki energy so she can have someone laid out on her table. And while she's not even touching somebody, she's getting downloads from their higher selves, their guides, and their ancestors will come through and just come through with whatever messages, or she'll see in their body, like what, you know, what traumas are stored where, and what's mm. past life, and what's this life, and what's like all of these things that were not really taught in regular school. Because it's not spirit, you know, these are spiritual lessons that are, you know, you just don't, unless you're on your journey, no one's going to tell you, hey, this is how you read energy. This is how you see into somebody's soul.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, you know, that would be really great. Like a, like soul work 101 you know, like, and it it doesn't even have to be in like school. It should be in like, you know, probably around middle school because that's when you start to really develop that higher awareness. I mean, you've always had it, but, you know, becoming aware of it in your third dimensional form, being aware of that higher dimensional consciousness. But, you know, even if it was in college, like as you're really going through these, you know, really huge transformational times where you may be alone for the first time, you may be independent, you may be coming out of a heartbreak, you may be leaving your hometown, whatever it is, you know, you may be experiencing this for the first time, you need to understand where sometimes that spirituality can come and help you where you can get a little more understanding as to how you work, how you process, how you learn, how you love, how you're able to understand and comprehend the world. And, you know, spirituality provides all of that. But when you have blockages, when you have fears, when you have traumas, you're not able to understand that you're not able to tap into that. And you become disconnected to even deeper parts of yourself that you never even know that you could have had because- you're being held back and you're allowing those traumas or those experiences to hold you back. Spot on. It's crazy, yeah, man. That's, it's crazy. That's that. It really is, you know, and you know, oh, as we continue to progress, you know, with the last being that physical trauma of this aspect, you know, physical trauma is something that once again, there's the pathology that de- the pathological definition, and it's a body wound or a shock, but that is once again only the physical so you know how do your muscles react to that how does your skin react to that you know sometimes people don't heal and scars develop from those experiences and then from there we have the emotional you know and the spiritual and the psychological trauma but really everything kind of starts with that physical that this is our you know our five senses or this is where our sensory perception really kicks in and we're able to download and take in information in the third dimensional way where you know we are experiencing or feeling something and then we're like oh that burns or "Oh, that hurts or oh that feels good
1: and if i can speak astrologically on this certain transits will trigger these physical traumas so for example because the body is related to every single astrological zodiac Mm -hmm. sign so for example like pisces rules the feet right so you can have taurus ruling the neck aries ruling the head because it's the ram it's the head virgo rules the torso you see what i'm saying so certain transits when i look into people's charts and they give me um pivotal dates in their life where it was either a crazy heartbreak or hey i got to a car accident on this date car accidents or um Violent things. I will almost always see a crazy Mars transit because Mars is fire, anger, intensity, passion. Um, mm. I dropped something on my foot twice during a um, some transit with Pisces because that's that rules the foot, and it was like pain, pain. Um, I burned my hand when it was like a different Mars and Moon conjunction uh, in Cancer or something like that. It was like I remember uh, looking at it, that aspect like damn moon and cancer's home so I burned my house, like burn my hand at home and it literally translated to the transit so it's crazy that the, the traumas Dude. we go through when I tell you that my chart has Saturn Pluto and my third house of communication and my entire life has been about keeping my mouth shut and not speaking and being constrained and going through trauma with like police father This, that, it has always come down to like, where's my Saturn and Pluto? It's in my third house of communications. It's in my third house of my siblings. I had trauma with my sibling's husband who was like a brother and traumatized me in multiple ways. And it all, that's so when I look at people's charts, I'm like, where's your trauma? And then I can zero in on what topics have hit them in their life. So it helps in that aspect of like, why does this happen to me? When you finally can see like, this are, this is like what i came here to to experience and learn and nothing is on accident and everything is like all right this is my soul and this is i came here for this shit and it's it's i can't find anybody that it's not make sense yet for their chart to their trauma
0: i <laughs> uh, like and, and of course you know being someone who i've I've always been around you know things like astrology the more esoteric knowledge witchcraft things like that but you know just hearing it being broke down by someone who in my in my opinion is you know pretty much an expert if not completely an expert you know i like hearing you break it down is just wow like that is that is completely crazy like you know with the moon and Mars in your third house you burn your hand and you were at home i'm just like bro like this is this is soul
1: soul journey trauma healing it's all tied in together polarity contrast pain pleasure all of it is contrast and all of it are you know on emotional levels or physical but there's not one without the other right
0: that is insane and and you know it's crazy to me how you know all of that trauma comes together and ultimately makes us <laughs> like, like no. that's And, and, you know, I want to say, though, and I want to take a moment to really point out that not all trauma is bad and quite honestly, no trauma is bad. Now, now I say that and I even in the phrase that I just said, it's not my intention to trigger anybody. However, I understand because, you know, being me being a very traumatic individual when I was younger, even a part of me, While after I said it was like, hey, what do you mean? But realistically, we need this trauma, just as Mio said, to see how we are here to help mend the world Mm -hmm. how we are here to help heal the world and what parts of ourselves we have our true strength in because you know ultimately trauma shows us where our true strength lies within ourselves what aspect of ourselves that we are really strong in, that we are really disciplined in, that we are really well sustained and well supported into the point that we can go help others with that same aspect. We can't do that with everything in our body, everything in our mind and soul and experience, but there's certain things that we go through that just revolve once again around whether it be our voice, whether it be our image, our confidence, our you know perception of life or a group of people. We take this information in, we experience it, And then after we make peace and heal from it, we go and help others and we go and help others deal with it, recognize it and heal from it. Yep. And I think that, you know, that in itself is such a beautiful thing because we continue, we, we, we as society and we as human beings need to continue to progress. We need to continue to evolve and, you know, really step into what, it looks like to be a true collective we always you know use the phrase collective or collective consciousness or you know the unified consciousness but really what does that look like what does a unified consciousness look like and quite honestly if the world were to be unified right now would it really be a good conscious like like what would that consciousness look like i see it
1: even bigger though i see collective conscious being like you ever watch that scales of the universe video where it's like it zooms out from earth and it's like bigger bigger and it takes you up further i see collective conscious consciousness as being the whole right the part that we don't even fully know about because light is still you know the, everything is still expanding and we we don't even know the outskirts of our multiverse or universe yet so to me that's yes. the collective that's everything working as a whole but then earth is like the individual we're different than everybody else we're, we're earth has a, a spiritual plane to her just the same way the human body does just the same way it's like all of these things that are repeated and cycled so it, it's like you can zoom in down to the human level down to the macro level of like down to how a cell works or zoom all the way out to how a whole ecosystem works and how, mm. you know, things in the, okay, so you wanna talk about astrologically too. I was just tell, telling Shannon. i like- get it,
0: get it. I'm
1: like, when I have certain transits or Mars things, I get, cause I have uh, with certain placements of mine, I'll get inflamed in my face and like totally break out. Well, what is a breakout on earth? It's fucking volcanoes and shit, right? it's inflammation underneath, it's buildup, it's this, right? So that's like bigger earth level. But then astrologically, I'll have like this crazy Mars placements or like holding something inside and not speaking and getting a sore throat or things like that where it's like, oh, well, what what's going on? Where's the moon right now? Or what is in my transits that's affecting why um, health-wise you could be dealing with certain things too you're you're part of the whole you're not in you're not as individual as you think you are
0: that is crazy that that was that was some next level shit like i think that Sorry. people are actually gonna like go no you're fine like i think people have to go <laughs> and rewind and like just to listen to that you again, edit, edit that out <laughs> no no we're keeping all that that is some that was some next level shit that was awesome uh, um, that was I awesome
1: even uh Say like with women and feminine issues, that could be a lot of Venus and Pluto or Venus-related placements that are not in the the best positions. You know, because yes. if you have certain mm-hmm. placements, oops, sorry, in your chart, mm-hmm. that can make you more susceptible to, you know, like if it's Venus, like I said, feminine reproductive issues, or if it's um, crazy Mars placements, that could be like head issues uh, If I see a like a really bad like Gemini placement, I don't want to say bad, but like a, a Gemini transit that could be a lot of um, ADD or problems with like the overthinking um, So a lot of like Pluto and Mercury things could be a lot of mental health stuff, wow. B- bipolar, yeah, it's yeah Oh, so God, I'm, I'm, some- I'm grateful because I, I do a lot of, like I research people, I research humans and I research their charts and I'm like, tell me your story. Tell me your trauma. Like, this is what I see. Does this match up? And they're like, dude, you're just going to fucking call me out like that. I'm like, do you have issues with your mom? Like, <laughs> 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 it's just, a Do you have issues
0: with your mom because she said she didn't want to take you to your band practice on that third Friday of the fourth year of your, uh, you know, of the fourth year of I'm school?
1: like yeah, the human, the human journey is fucking nuts.
0: Oh, that Be- is insane.
1: Because we think we're separate, but we're not, you know?
0: Exactly, exactly. You know, and I think that, you know, there's so much of an interconnectedness that we sometimes get hurt and damaged by the amount of connectedness we may give but not then receive and I think that that may be even a different way to understand trauma is that we exert so much energy or we give so much in this experience that when it's not given back or when it's just taken away we're we're left with a feeling of emptiness or that piece of us that's kind of taken right and we can rebuild that piece we can we can regrow that piece but we have to be the ones to do it someone can't come in and fit like a puzzle piece in there of themselves. We can't ourselves say this external experience or this external object is going to replace this feeling within us. We have to deal with those things. We have to accept those things and we have to make peace with them. And, you know, an aspect that not a lot of people thought about with trauma is one that I've actually paid a lot of attention to, especially, you know, as, as post-pandemic and, you know, being, I, I'm, a, I'm a manager in, in pretty much a lot of what I've done in my life, and my work, in my work career for almost the last 10 years. So after having managing so many people and different kinds of people, you know, a trauma that not many people think about is workplace trauma and what that really does and how that affects us outside of the workplace because you know, if you go to work for five years and someone kind of just you go and work as hard as you can, you reach top results, you continue to perform, and nobody says anything, and they just continue to say, you know, do this, we're not doing this, or so they only focus on the things that you're lacking rather than the things that you're doing yep. well, you're gonna lose some confidence in the things that you're doing you're going to second guess yourself and especially if you're at a place where you're not growing there hasn't been growth and there haven't been development you're going to think that you're at a dead end and then you're going to start contemplating well if i'm at a dead end here what am i doing in life and then it just ends up in this downward spiral so you know workplace trauma is something that's very real and i think that a lot of people realize that post pandemic and they're able to really reassess you know am i giving the right amount of energy to the plates that i work for them to give me that same equal amount of energy and if that energy isn't being reciprocated maybe i should pull back a little bit and i think that you know what we're seeing as a generation is especially my generation and those younger than me Everybody is working for themselves because they're realizing that their self-worth can't be purchased. Their self-worth is greater than just a every nine to five or bi-weekly or weekly or monthly check. It's something that, you know, they have to create that value for themselves.
1: Yep. Yep. You have to follow your passion and your purpose. Um and as you know, being entrepreneur for the past decade plus, like, running businesses but also working for other people at different points and periods of my life like i can just dead ass tell you when i gave my time to other places and let them determine my value and worth based off of me fitting into their box it was soul numbing and soul crushing and soul sucking with somebody like me who's like i need to follow my passion and purpose and live every day and love waking up and you know doing what i do every day and
0: that feeling of
1: not being appreciated, safe, protected, whether that's physically, emotionally, because there's a lot of creeps that would come in and like, you know, you'd get hit on and blah, 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 and like not feel protected by the management or the security. And they're not, you know, held accountable for their actions or how they treat the women in the place or, you know, all of these little things that that we deal with when we show up to work every day and we're stuck there for a few hours or, um, You know, I'm a very positive person. I've always just tried to make the best out of wherever I am. And I just try to make the connections matter the most. uh, And we can't control like the crazy asses that would come in the door, right? Um, We handle people as much as we can with empathy and grace. But then at the end of the day, to me, it was always about connections of the workplace. But if there are those chronic things where you're like, my quality of life is going down, I have anxiety, I feel awful even getting dressed to come into this place like pay attention to those signs because that is like a slow that's a it's a slower trauma where it's like a slow drip versus a quick you know bang
0: 100 no, <laughs> percent, and i think that you know I think society has really played a big part in that too, especially specifically with like, you know, things like creeps and stuff like that, you know, it's it's hard for a woman to be in the workplace, any kind of woman, you know, regardless of what it is, because, you know, even being a woman, you're already a minority and then being, you know, a woman of ethnicity, you're even a greater minority. So, you know, I think that there have been social expectations and once again, contributing to even another aspect, social trauma that we can actually talk about is, you know, as a society, we have come up with these narratives and these these scripts, if you will, that each gender should fulfill. And when one steps out of that, they're faced with scrutiny. They're faced with this, that, and the other. Or the scrutiny that they face, even within that expectation, conflicts with you know once again being considered a cute creep. It, it it results in people feeling in or being invasive towards your personal space or towards your personal energy. And, you know, I think that whether Mm -hmm. it was in retail, whether it was in hospitality, Mm -hmm. restaurants, nightlife, you know, sales, Mm -hmm. whatever it was, I think that, you know, not only women, but also men also, you know, and whatever Mm -hmm. it was as a, as an ethnicity or Mm -hmm. a minority, you know, whatever kind of removed yourself Mm -hmm. from the common, typical if you will of that environment I think that people started to really reassess and say that you know it's not me that has the problem it's this place it's these individuals it's the lack of leadership or the lack of communication or you know the lack of assuming like you said responsibility and I think that there was such a hesitation on people to go back to work because they didn't want to return to that. They didn't want to return to the menial nine to five or the day in and day out. You know, yeah. like you said, soul draining experience where, you know, people have just been able for the last like year, almost two years now, been able to spend time with their family, their friends. They're basically paid to live at home. People were able to pursue their dreams if they made their choices, you yeah. know, launch businesses. You know, yeah. we saw so many businesses launched during this pandemic because people said enough is enough. I'm no longer going to work for this individual or these people I am going to now determine my own value and I think that that's so beautiful
1: absolutely that that was so the other workplace trauma of this last year and a half if you were essential and you're working and you're dealing with the masks thing and dealing with hostile people who think it's all bullshit and you're just trying to sell weed and you're just trying to work and you're just trying to make a living because like you're still working you know there's no unemployment for you you're still working and that was my experience with everything of like okay the the entire economy is shut down my business suffered financial loss and trauma with it being shut down because you know being a destination wedding photographer like for my career it's like okay you can't travel and you can't shoot large groups so then you're like okay like you said refocus, repurpose, what am I going to do? How do I never want to end up in this spot again where all my eggs are in one basket? Mm. Like, like, how can I end up and how can I follow my passion and what I want to do, you know? So I took the time to focus more on souls and stardust and to focus on like, you know, my other, like all our other side projects and collaborations. Of so like, you know what, this has to happen. It has to happen now. There's no time better than right now and it's given me so much more fire and drive and purpose to like people need this, especially after this last year and a half, two years of what they've gone through emotionally, you know, financially, all of that. Um, and not even just the conversations I have with what it's like to be stuck in a house with your partners and spouses and kids and families who drive you fucking nuts or that they are toxic leeches. They are the part, like, you're like, I think I'm doing pretty well, but then I'm around these people and they suck the soul out of me, but you can't leave them because they're like your family <laughs>
0: Exactly. Whatever. Oh, and I think that that's a great segue into our last aspect that we'll talk about with trauma. And that is truly, you know, relationship trauma. And it doesn't, it won't, when I always say relationship trauma, people always associate it with, you know, romantic relationships, but these can be platonic as well. These can be, you know, family relationships also. These can be things that, you know, you may have been told as a child, this was okay. This was the thing to do. This was the expectation, right? And I think that expectations are almost the driveway or pave the road to trauma more than anything is where we have this belief of what we think something should be. And then we find out that, oh, it's really not supposed to be this way. Or we have been lied to about the way that it's supposed to have been. And as we continue to grow old in life, you know, and continue to develop, we have traumas that tarnish or maybe even prevent us from having good relationships healthy relationships successful relationships with potential spouses with potential friends or even you know co-workers employees bosses whatever it is we're social beings and when we have these traumas they they sometimes prevent us from reaching our most maximum potential
1: Dude, that'll shrivel up your heart chakra like that you know mm. <laughs> just if if you have these active energy centers within you trauma to the heart affects your heart chakra and that energy of how much you put out into the world versus what you're going to limit yourself and and block and you know radiate outwards right cuz you can you can sit here and fake it to so many people and you can be all of this but like if you truly don't deal with your shit in your heart chakra and have it open in like a fluid vessel to let energy move through, it's going to get stuck. Energy gets stuck and stagnant. Mm.
0: And I think that, you know, if you guys haven't got this from by now, this is a PSA to deal with your trauma. This is a PSA to deal with your mental health, to focus on yourself and to really have these tough conversations with yourself and really see where did my distrust for people go come from where did my hesitation come from where did my anxiety come from and really ask these deep questions about yourself because honestly you deserve it you deserve the healing you deserve to move forward you deserve to be able to be in an environment that is healthy that is fun that is loving that is enriching you deserve to have your soul enriched every day but when you're dealing with trauma whether it be in relation Relationships, the workplace, childhood trauma, spiritual trauma, what have you, you know, when you're dealing with these things, you're not able to be 100%. You're not able to be fully happy. You're not able to fully become yourself because you've left parts of yourself in your journey along the way. You've left parts of yourself attached to that trauma and you, you're, you lose yourself along the way.
1: And okay. Back to the relationship or yes. relationship trauma. It's like your past trauma in relationships, you can inadvertently make the people of the future relationships pay the price of what mm. the people in the past did to you. And mm. they didn't have anything to the fucking do with that
0: y'all hear that toxic people (laughs) myself included myself hey you know what we're all human we all go through things but it's time to deal with our shit guys it's time to no longer be toxic it's no it's no it's time to no longer take pride in those types of experiences you know i want to start seeing a lot less of these i'm most toxic when or he knows i'm toxic when or she knows i'm toxic when like no dude don't do not text people at 4.44 or 3.33 or 2.22 in the afternoon of the morning saying hello, thinking, trying to make it seem like you are a gift from the divine. No, you may be in that. the sense of a lesson, but you are not in the way of a blessing. And you always want to deliver yourself in a blessing when you are talking to people and interacting in life. So You
1: can't do it on purpose. You can't you do can't, that on purpose.
0: I'm just saying, like, if you set setting a timer or you have an alarm for 110, 220, 330, 443 no. every single day,
1: no, that doesn't we, count.
0: It doesn't count, guys. It doesn't count. Now, it may help you. Now, I will say, if you're learning to develop and how to understand these things, mm-hmm. it'll help you be kind of aware of these times. But if you're sitting here doing this with a type of malicious intent or a manipulative intent, or you're not doing it with your heart, it's time to. It's time to deal with that trauma. Who played you when you were younger? Who... Talk to you like that when you were younger who gave you these false promises or these false narratives when you were younger to where you're now doing it let's if you want to talk about some toxic let's let's look at our own toxicology and see where it really is and get down to brass tacks because you know (laughs) like like Mio said your future people will pay the price and that would really suck if you fell head over heels over Mm -hmm. someone but you weren't able allowed to love them because you weren't able to fully understand or learn about them because you were hurt by x y and z in the past and now you're sitting here 50 60 years old alone when you could have had a beautiful life for the rest of your life
1: yeah
0: i'm i'm just saying
1: damn
0: <laughs> i'm just saying in
1: in my cards are brutal <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know hey that's that taurus that's that throat trucker mm-hmm. right there that's that mm, we're gonna have to tell you what it is but but it's because we love you it's because you are loved we we tell you about yourself because number 1 we're talking to ourselves when i said that i was talking to myself as well i mean it's you know we have to be honest with ourselves and reveal that vulnerability and reveal that trauma to deal with it you can't you can't keep a bandaid over a wound and put some Neosporin on top of the bandaid and clean the bandaid and say okay the wound is clean that's not how that works you got to lift up and let that wound breathe you got to really look at that wound deep within and say okay this is where you are not healing. This is where the cartilage isn't coming together. This is where the skin isn't healing over. And this is what I need to do to fix it. That's our, that's our life. That's our trauma. That's our, our purpose. That is our personality. That is who we are, is we are forever under construction. We are forever evolving and growing. And the moment that you stop doing that, quite honestly, you're dying. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to die until I close my eyes and don't open them again. And even like, then I'm going to a different plane. So but that's a yeah. whole other conversation.
1: that would be a whole other episode for sure. We can talk about that on Souls and Stardust. That's probably, you know. That's, I love that.
0: I love that. So, you know, once again, yeah, guys.
1: A, tying it all in together is like, we talk about the trauma, we talk about the healing, but the healing process, you have to do the work. You have to do the journaling. You have to do the meditating. You have to do the reflecting. You have to go and be silent first to assess and properly diagnose and feel what you're feeling. Document and know what you're feeling because even if you go to talk to a therapist, you're gonna need to articulate what it is you're feeling. And if you've never even paid attention to that, start there. How does this make me feel? Do I feel, am I angry? Is it jealous? Is it, um, I feel unappreciated? Is it, you know, pinpointing what it is and going, why do I feel this way? Why do I feel disrespected? Or why do I feel like I'm bracing for impact and nothing's even happening and everything's going fine, but yet I'm still bracing for the worst. Why do I do that? Shit like that. Oh, Talking to and I, oh,
0: No, it's literally, because <laughs> as you said that, like I got the meme, image of the person who's sitting in the house on fire and they're just looking smiling like off into the distance like everything is okay and I think that that's really been myself for my entire life as I've always told myself you know it's all right I'll get over it I can push through it I can man up you know I'll be strong I'll just you know be strong deal with it later deal with it later and then you get to a point to where you're alone and you're like oh I haven't dealt with none. no this and i have an entire mountain behind me of things that i need to start going through and they're like well i don't want to deal with that but i want to be better but i don't want to deal with that so now i'm just going to sit here and look at it and you know i want to say if i if there's anything and that's the last thing i may say that on this topic but one of the most important things is that trauma is okay i i think that as we go through life we have this feeling that we have to be perfect that we have to have this you know perfect ideal life but in order to have a happiness in order to appreciate the light in order to appreciate the healing in order to appreciate the love you have to sometimes experience what it's like to go without that what it's like to be traumatized by the negative so that you can really appreciate the positive and so you can really step into that but also so you can recognize it in others, so that you can be aware of it and that you can help others recognize it within themselves. Because once again, you know, trauma is a human experience. It's not just a Austin, it's not just a Mio, it's not just a personal experience. This is a human experience. So let's, let's be logical. Why does humanity go through this? So if we're social beings and we go through this experience, the only real logical answer is to be that so we can help others go through the same experience or so we can continue to be social cooperative beings that we naturally are and cooperate and help one another get through those times just as we got through them or you know experience or how to shed light on an experience that we may have experienced and we are now healed from so you know i don't want people thinking that, you know, I'm a horrible person or I'm a, I'm a screwed up person or I'm a bad person because I had X, Y, and Z happen. You're not. That just means that you haven't taken the time to really heal yourself. And that's okay because this is where we are now. Now you are at the pinnacle, the moment, the precipice of choice where you are going to decide there are things that are wrong with me. I have these issues. I have these traumas. I have these thoughts or these, these conditions or, ways about myself that I'm not really happy with I can either a continue on with them and make these choices and just say oh I'll deal with it later or I can say b the time has come enough is enough I deserve to be happy I deserve to be whole the people around me deserve to be happy and whole and I deserve to give them my best energy and I deserve their best energy when I interact with them it's time to heal. It's time to deal with this trauma. It's time to move forward. And it's time to learn about this trauma so that I can be aware of it, help others, but also so I can prevent it within myself and I can break that cyclical chain.
1: Yep. Yep. That's definitely, definitely it. I'm trying to be there just as a human, be a better person, better parent, like all of that so that I don't repeat same cycles. like. This is our human experience. This is our human experience. It is what it is. And, and as a painter, I would always say, like, a painting, it would be so boring if all I had was weight, if all I had were highlights. There would be no depth. There would be no, there's no carving of experiences in. There's no highs, no lows. Everything was the same color.
0: As my man Bob Ross would say, there are no mistakes just happy accidents. I
1: love it. I love
0: that. I love that man, <laughs> love that man uh-huh. so much. He's just, he's incredibly life-changing,
1: man. What a conversation though.
0: Yeah. Yes. Ooh. There is just, you know, guys, I, I really think that, you know, this is a truly, truly incredible opportunity for each and every one of you that's listening to this because, you know, you're here now. You're here. You may have asked for this. You may have asked for a sign. Take this as the sign. Whatever it is that you need to make this choice and to move forward, it's time to do so. It's time to do so. You deserve it. You have earned it. And most importantly, you are worthy of it. You are worthy of the healing. You are worthy of releasing this trauma. And you are worthy of having the best life that you could potentially have because It not only affects you, it affects others. When you have that smile on your face, it is one of the most contagious things in the morning to share with others, to share with family, to share with people who are having a rough day. You know, but when we are so boggled down, when we are weighted by everything that we're feeling, when we're holding on to all of it, when we're carrying that past baggage, that trauma, and you know, allowing it to just take hold of us, we're not happy. We're not whole, we're not complete. And we're doing we're not doing the world a better service however it's when we recognize that we're not and make the choice to do so even if it's a baby step even if it's a step that's saying you know what i'm not okay i need to find resources and if you just start doing research today that is a step that is something to recognize that is something to celebrate every little step should be celebrated it's not you know one day you're just gonna wake up and like oh i'm trauma free that's not that's not how that works
1: and not at all like even healing physical trauma like you're if you have a broken bone that's just not gonna fix itself overnight like you or if you have an injury like you have to exercise it and move it and it has to like sometimes you have to have trainers and coaches and people there to help you through the recovery process and so you know that's your your therapist your counselors and all of that
0: and that's also yourself and your family and friends right because you know your family and friends will teach you the lessons that you may or may not want in that moment but they'll also give you that support and be those pillars that you need to continue to grow whether that's both in the good or bad but just like Mio said your therapist yourself that self-reflection and journaling is so important journaling I, I cannot tell you you know a friend of mine she actually listened to my podcast and you know she really got me into journaling or really recommended it and even before that people have told me you know you should journal this really helps us that and the other. But wasn't until you know she told me that you know she was staying with family out on like the other side of the country she was listening to the podcast she started really journaling and going within and she showed me all the different journals she had I was like wow dude like this is so inspirational that you know hearing her story and her journey and seeing the healing that she's gone through you know and seeing the healing of so many others as well like I never want to read those journals but just seeing them is like wow you know you took so much of a control and so much of a strength within yourself to not only relive those things but then write them down to express them and to put them on paper to make them come alive and then you release them on that paper you really let them go and that was just that is so beautiful to me so don't ever discredit or look at journaling as something that's weak or it's not a diary it's not what that's for it's for releasing and it's one of the most important things that anybody could do male or female it's just it's beautiful
1: yep so go get to journal
0: Go get your journal, go get your knowledge, but most importantly, put time to put yourself first and let's let go of that trauma. So once again, guys, you are loved, you are appreciated, you are supported. Make sure you check out Mio Baklini, make sure you check out Souls and Stardust podcast, make sure you check out And I love that this, we actually pulled a card from the I am deck and we shuffled it. This is random. And the card that we got is I am healing from the past. I love that. If that, that doesn't show that you know there is an alignment within this world, I don't know what will, but it's time to heal from the past. It's time to let go of those traumas. You know, Make sure you reach out to Mio oh, at Mio Bakalini, M-E-O-B-A-A-K-L-I-N-I. Make sure you reach out to me on uh, Instagram, with PMPV Podcast. Um, reach out to me on my website, pmpvpodcast.com. And just once again, guys, you are loved, you are appreciated, you are supported. We appreciate you, we love you, and we are thankful and we are here for you each and every day. Reach out to us, follow us, and you know, just let us know where you're at and kind of what's going on with you. We're here to listen. We're here to listen. We love you, we appreciate you, you are awesome. We wish you love and light, peace and blessings always, and have a wonderful day. Ashe.